Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. We don't need that. My man Kevin Cleveland is running the boards, producing engineering. Kevin, what up? What's cracking? Yo, Reggie, doing great, man. Uh, still waking up on this early morning edition of uh, I'm Probably Right, but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, you, you, I'm sure you're doing you're doing better than, than I am. I am currently in uh, Chicago uh, working on a film, and I'm in a hotel where I had to change my hotel room at... 3.30 in the morning because the AC didn't work in the, the previous room and my phone didn't work in the previous room. So not only could I not call them to have them come up and help me move to the next room or change the room, uh, they I had to go downstairs, change, come back up, pack up my stuff, move to the new room. And now I'm in a bigger room that's lovely and, uh, you know, the AC works. However, um, Right outside my room, they are doing construction to no end. So <laughs> at about 8 a.m., uh, it was it was time for me to be up a, and get things cracking. But I'm here. And it is also my anniversary. So my wife is listening to this. She listens, you know, periodically. She'll listen to every episode. I don't know why. But she listens periodically. And I guess, Kevin, uh, the last time she listened, she was telling her one of her friends, oh, my husband does a podcast. We got to uh, listen to his podcast. And so she turned it on. And the first thing she heard was, my wife left the stove on last night and we're not dead. Uh, so so she was a little miffed at me. But happy anniversary, baby. You know, it's been five great years. Amazing. Love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting people on to the show. Uh, and I appreciate you. But I digress. Today we are going to talk about March Sadness. In other parts, it's referred to as March Madness, uh, but I'll tell you why I call it March Sadness. Uh, we're going to get into Tom Brady returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and NFL after only, what, two months away from uh, said NFL? And we're also going to talk about uh, Baker Mayfield for a bit. But first up. It is finally here. The 2022 NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship, mostly and widely known around the world as March Madness. But on this day, March 17th, 2022, all I can do is call it March Sadness, Kevin, because I have, Kevin, I am a basketball fan. I love college basketball. Or let, let's say, let's use the past tense. I loved Loved it to did college basketball years ago. I don't love it so much anymore. <laughs> um, I have not really watched a damn game this whole season. You know what I did watch? I watched the Duke, North Carolina, Coach K's last game to watch because, you know, everybody was talking about Coach K and it was supposed to be the sentimental thing. And then Coach K got his ass whooped and then came out with all the grumps and upset that he got his ass whooped and act like this ain't never supposed to happen, and this was just a damn shame that they could lose to North Carolina, a team that has been their rival forever. But it was a shame and embarrassing that they lost to these dudes. So I watched that game. 
Other than that, I have not watched a single college basketball game this season. And I didn't even miss it. I have not missed college basketball. It just isn't. It isn't the same. They don't have the star power. I guess the the, the biggest star in the game is uh, Chet Holmgren, and he plays at Gonzaga. He's like, a, a, I think, a 6'10", 7-foot um, white dude, or looks like he could be white, maybe Native American mix. I don't know. Maybe he's a white dude with a, with a, with a, with a nice tan. But he looks like Kevin Durant uh, with, with, with a little bit less melanin. And he's supposed to be compared to Kevin Durant. He's supposed to play like Kevin Durant. I can't tell you a damn thing about him except for I saw the dude and it looked like if too many gym doors were open, he would fly out the damn gym. The boy is <laughs> the boy is paper thin. Paper thin. And this is the best player in college basketball, I guess, or I don't know. I just don't know anything. And there's been no – I haven't been compelled to watch a single game. And this is what's happening with basketball. And I've been talking about this for a while. And it starts at the AAU level and comes up to the high school and then gets to the college game. These kids just don't have the real fundamentals anymore. They don't have the fundamentals of the real game anymore. It's just everything is shoot a three or drive straight to the basket. The mid-range has been lost. And once the mid-range is lost, that, that takes out an entire element of the game. There's a whole part of the court that isn't being explored for scoring anymore. It's all beyond the three or at the three. Uh, Kevin, I saw a video of some high school kids the other day on Instagram, and people were calling this wow and ooh, look at this. They went back and forth shooting half-court shots, just past half-court shooting threes in a game, and they were making them, but everybody was celebrating it, like ooh, 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 ooh. Why are we celebrating this? When I played basketball in high school, and I hate being this get-off-my-lawn dude, but when I played basketball in high school, if you took a shot, hell, if you took a three and you weren't a guy in practice who actually made those, you were coming and sitting next to the coach and talking about your day at school. You, you, there was no more game time for you. But now this is celebrated. We are celebrating kids shooting these ridiculous shots. Why? Because Steph Curry does it. Because LeBron James does it. And everything that they do online is, is, and Steph Curry has revolutionized the game. But at the same time, I said earlier, Steph Curry has ruined the game of basketball because everybody thinks they can do this and they should do this. When in for real, they should not. So it bleeds over to the college game. And I don't know any of these guys. There is not one star that anybody really cares about in these games. No marketable name. I mean, it's been years. I mean, last year we had Cade Cunningham, right? And he, what did he do? He 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 flamed out in the first round or the second round. I don't it just. And he's not even like a marketable guy. The last guy we had was Zion Williamson, and I'm so sad that he's gone. There is just nothing here to watch. I have no. The number one seeds, Gonzaga. How Gonzaga has become a number one seed in college basketball perennial, perennially is beyond belief to me. Mark Few might have to be the greatest coach of all time. No, no, I, I know. Everybody wants to say, you know, Mike Krzyzewski is the greatest basketball coach of all time. He turned Duke into something from, from nothing, right? Duke was just an old law school, right? And they, he turned it into a basketball damn school. But at least they in Carolina, 
right? Tobacco Road. They got some people there. They got some diversity around there. Even though it's still the South, they got some diversity around there. Gonzaga's up in Washington State. Washington State, in a part of Washington State where not a lot of people like to be at. And when I say not a lot of people, I'm talking about people who look like me. Yeah, if you don't know about Washington State and uh, Spokane, go ahead and do some Googling and find out what they be about up there sometimes. But yeah, Gonzaga found a way to get it done. And and Mark Few consistently is the number one seed. Uh, who else Who else they got up there? Uh, number one seed is Gonzaga. Baylor's a number one seed. Baylor. The Baylor, the team that just won't quit. Man, they done been through so many scandals, so many struggles, but they find a way to get it done Every damn year, too. Baylor is a number one seed. Never thought I'd see the day. Baylor, number one seed in basketball. Uh, it, it just keeps happening. Arizona. I was shocked when I heard Arizona was the number one seed. I, didn't, I haven't watched the game all year, and I'm over here. We're on the West Coast. Pac-12 is my damn conference. Or I think it's is it the Pac-14 now. Is it still the Pac-12? I don't know. Pac-12 is my damn conference of, of, of lore. It's what I grew up with. Arizona, Lute Olsen. They've been balling. They're the number. They only lost three games. They won 31. And I didn't see not one of the 31. Kansas is number one seed. Okay, you expect that. You, you, you got a couple of these teams in here who you expect. Kansas, Arizona. Okay, number one seeds. They used to this. Gonzaga is used to this now. Baylor is getting used to this now. And everybody else, I don't know who the hell any of these other teams are. But I'll tell you this. What I do want to see is Michigan versus, I believe they play in Colorado State. Oh, yeah, because you know who back? Coach Slap-A-Lot. <laughs> Coach Slap-A-Lot, Jawan Howard, is back, baby. He back from the suspension. Let's see what cracks off. Michigan's up in here, and they play in Colorado State. He's 25-5, and five, and Michigan is 17-14. and 14, But Michigan plays in the Big Ten or the Big 12 or the Big 14, whatever the hell these damn conferences is. They keep adding people. I can't keep track of the numbers. But I'm ready to see Coach Slap-A-Lot get this cracking. Because don't forget, just two years ago, uh, Michigan was up in the Final Four. right? Juwan had them up in there doing the damn thing. And they fell off a little bit this year and had some tough games and you know lost some of their the, the best players and had some injuries. But this is a squad that can make some things happen. Look at me talking like I know what's going on. I don't know who's going to win this damn thing. I'm in a group chat with my boys right now. Somebody said, we don't know who the hell's going to win. It might be a damn Colgate or, or, or Wright State winning this damn thing uh, for all we know. But I don't know, man. I've, I, I, more power to you if you followed it and you know who's going to win. People, we got brackets. My boy got a bracket. He t- texted me this morning. Hey, if you want to get in this bracket, uh, it's $20. Send it to me. Man, if you need $20 from me, just say that. Because basically all I'm doing is just giving you $20 of my money for nothing. Because I don't know any of these teams. I don't know who to pick. I don't know who's going to win. Damn, how'd it come to this? March Sadness. Mm, 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 mm. Be back after the break. Tom Brady didn't last two months. (laughs) Tom Brady couldn't last two months in retirement. He had to come back and be in this spotlight, be on that field. And even more than that, Tom Brady had to be away from that damn family. (laughs) Yo, Yo, I... 
and I'm not hating on him. I'm not cla- I'm just calling it what it is. Sometimes we get caught up in these narratives of family over everything. Because people always talk it and people want you to believe it. They want you to think it and they want you to feel like they are this family loving, this family first, whatever. Man, Tom Brady loved football and Tom Brady loved Tom Brady. That's just, I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, you can't be, the man, this is coming back for his 23rd season. Just lost, and it don't look like the team is getting better, right? They lost receivers. They're going to lose some linemen. Uh, they they probably going to lose another receiver in free agency. And Tom Brady is getting older. I, yeah, I mean, like, this was his time. What, what does he have to come back for, right? I mean, he could – this was it. He wrote up – the man has how many championships, Kevin? I mean, how many – what is he at? Seven? I believe seven, and he's running out of fingers. Yes. Yeah, seven championships, and he's coming back saying, I got unfinished business. Man, what other business you got? You done done all the business. You drained all the resources. You got it. But at the same time, this is where I I, I part from regular from 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 the average Joes talking about these sports because I understand the thing that makes Tom Brady great is that he ain't never satisfied. That dude, so seven, seven ain't enough? No, not for that dude, it ain't. He wants more. Damn, you ain't got all the money. You, ain't you made enough millions? Nah, I want more. And I'm not mad at him. But let's just let's just be real about it. I mean, I mean, he talked all the it's time for me to to take care of my family and be there for my family. Man, some of these cats and and y'all out there listening, you know, some family you wish wasn't even around. Right. There is some family that you could do without them being home all day, especially when you get to a dude like Tom Brady, who's been doing this for 20 plus years. His kids barely know who the hell this dude is for half the year. Right, he's gone working out on the road all the time, dog. What are we, man? Psh. Imagine what it must be like to be a a teenage son who you got all the freedom in the world, chilling. Your pops gone half the year. You get to do whatever you want to do, and now he's home watching every move, everything you do, chastising you, making sure you're doing something the right way. You used to take the trash out at about twelve o'clock on a Tuesday. Now pops is home. He wanted out at eight. Nah, bruh. <laughs> like no, right? There's no. There's there are some family members you wish could just stay at work all the time. So it's a it's a it's a dance that the whole family got to do. And and he's back now. He's back now. I don't see it making a big. They're not. Tampa Bay is, is. They're not winning this thing. And the only thing Tom Brady did was come back and make Tampa Bay a competitor because. Uh, who was they going to have uh, in there? They was trying to talk up Blaine Gabbert. That's who they They got Blaine Gabbert over there. And they got Kyle Trask. Or Kyle Tragic, as I would like to call him. Because I seen him play in Florida. And it was a tragedy. And now he's at Tampa Bay. And Lord Jesus, they didn't know what they was going to do. Man, Tampa Bay was even talking about some uh, Jimmy Garoppolo moves. And when anybody is talking about trading for Jimmy Garoppolo, boy, you know they are desperado. Desperado. If you're trying to get Jimmy Garoppolo, you are desperado. So Tom Brady came back and gave the Tampa Bay organization a, 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 a relief breath 
But that's all it is is a relief breath because y'all going to be back at this again. And, he, and, and what's it going to be? Is it next year? Is it going to turn into another? Is it going to turn into the Aaron Rodgers situation? Is it going to turn into the Brett Favre situation where he doing this double Dutch dance with the organization, the NFL? I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. Man, will you go sit your ass down somewhere? It's it, 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 Yo, you've had a great—I I, I don't want to be telling nobody what to do. Man's had a great career, but this is what makes him great. Being selfish like this makes him great. Being this hyper-focused and driven makes him great. I cannot hate on that. But I can hate on the fact that him coming back takes somebody out of the Jimmy G sweepstakes. Because as y'all all know, I am a 49er fan, and we just lost a team that might be dumb enough to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Just lost a team that might be dumb enough to do uh, such a thing. There's also talk of the Browns uh, being uh, in the Jimmy Garoppolo sweepstakes. And uh, that is turning out not to be a thing that's going to happen because they've got Baker Mayfield. And speaking of Baker Mayfield, uh, he took to Instagram to write a post to the city of Cleveland. I don't know if anybody has has seen this. I will read it for you. Um, in just a second, uh, because the Cleveland uh, Browns were uh, they met with Deshaun Watson to try to talk about uh, possible trades and him coming to Cleveland, which, of course, the Cleveland Browns would talk to Deshaun Watson, who when last seen was a top five NFL quarterback in the league until he had his uh, legal issues, um, as per se, and now he is fully cleared of the legal side of it. He still has the civil side of it. So now teams are clamoring to see what's going to go down, who's going to get him. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, if Russell Wilson went for two ones, two twos, and three players, Deshaun Watson is going to go for the farm. And so the Browns met with Deshaun Watson to talk about giving up the farm. And Baker Mayfield got wind of this. And so he got on Instagram and he posted this. Cleveland, the past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing in this process through all the ups and downs. He should have put, uh the ups and a bunch of downs. I'll continue. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I have had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can, which is trusting in God's plan throughout this process. I have given this franchise everything I have. He should have continued with giving this franchise everything I have, which isn't a lot. I continue. That is something I've always done at every stage and at every level, and that will not change wherever I take my next snap. Whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embraced who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story, and we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have in our lives. Sincerely, Baker Reagan Mayfield. Kevin, Baker ain't even been traded 
ain't been let go. The Browns haven't signed no Deshaun Watson. They haven't traded for Deshaun Watson. The Browns ain't done nothing. Baker Mayfield is still under contract, and he writing this Dear John letter to the city of Cleveland. Man, if you don't get this sorry sucker up out of here. he What, what, what happened to the Baker Mayfield who woke up uh, feeling dangerous? This don't sound dangerous to me. This sound pathetic. This sound like a punk to me. That's just what it sound like. Right? I mean, it sounds like a dude who found out his girl been all up on Ashley Madison, and now he writing letters to the dudes talking about, hey, man, I wish you well. What? What you, what you doing, man? Have some pride. That, nothing even happened yet. Have some pride. What you doing? You, why are you going to the fans? But this is what this is the play. This is the play now with these, these young cats, these young millennial cats. I'm going to go to the fans and wage this war in social media. So at least I get the fans on my side. And you notice how he mentioned, man, they always got to do this, Kevin. They got to mention God. Because if they can get them God folks up in there too, then it becomes manifest destiny. Then it becomes, oh, this is what it was supposed to be, and another door will open. It's the infallibility of the God thing. They got to throw that in there, man. So one door closes, another door opens. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Baker. Your play is closing all the damn doors. That's what's happening. Your play, your inability to get receivers to be good on your team is closing the doors. Your inability to be a good quarterback in the NFL is why the Browns are looking for their 34th starting quarterback. That's why the Browns are trying to get Deshaun Watson. And the the Browns ain't getting no damn Deshaun Watson. It just came out this morning that they were dropped out of the running for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson ain't going to no damn Cleveland. Man, what? Cleveland... Dear Cleveland, if anybody from Cleveland is listening to this, let me give you this right now, just so you ain't heartbroken for the rest of your life. Ain't nobody ever coming there unless they are forced to via a draft or a trade. Y'all got lucky that LeBron James happened to be in the draft when y'all got the number one pick. Otherwise, he would have never been there. Then he came back because y'all set the man's jerseys on fire and he came back to prove a point and give you something to think about for the rest of your entire lives. That is it. Unless you draft a great dude, and even when you draft a great-ass dude, he's going to be bouncing after that first contract or looking to get traded because it's Cleveland. Cleveland rocks, right? Man, Cleveland can kick rocks. Ain't no way in hell I'd ever go there. We'll be back after the break. Uh, that was going to be our last segment, but uh, just a little something that we need to throw in here real quick. Uh, just a couple of things to remind people about. Brittany Griner, still in a Russian jail since February 17th and still there. There's a war going on in Ukraine, um, and we got people on TV saluting the Ukrainian um, president for talking to Congress, but we don't got nobody getting Brittany Griner out of a Russian jail for weed. Just want to remind people of that. And I can't help but wonder if uh, her skin was a little lighter, if things might be different. Thank you for listening to I'm Probably Right. My name is Reggie Watkins. Appreciate y'all. Rate us, review, or subscribe. 
comment, but don't be hating. Make sure you find us on the Believe Podcast Networks. That's B-L-E-A-B dot com. My man, Kevin Cleveland, has been running the boards, engineering, producing. Thank you so much, Kevin. Always appreciate you. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.